But Buzz, Buzz, you glad we didn't say orange? Wow. That was nothing. <laughs> close, close. Close. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just you you sometimes you start off good, and sometimes but you know you I just feel like your sometimes is more often than other other people's sometimes. You know what I mean? Does someone else want to give it a sometimes this time to start us off? I'll give it a sometimes. Hey, Buzz Lightyear. That's pretty good. Here, I, I got right? a good one. Jackson, go ahead and do a sometimes. You guys ever do the podcast Buzzed? Today we'll be talking about Buzz Lightyear. Nice. While well, I will be heavily intoxicated. <laughs> Jackson, are you? No. no. Jackson. No. It's okay. We're back for, for what Pixar is known to be doing sometimes, and that's spinoffs. We love a good spinoffs. Planes... We're back this week to talk about Lightyear, the the newest spinoff that Pixar has done. Is this the best spinoff? Uh, the only planes. other one is Planes, so yeah. Planes is better. Planes is better. Planes is but, better. But uh, we're gonna no, I'm jump in. We're gonna jump into our quick light speed Lightyear review. Hyperspeed is that what they did? Hyperspeed, yeah. Is that what that whole? Yeah, I think so. We're gonna do our hyperspeed review after we jump through some movie news. So without further ado, Achoo. bless you. We're going to jump into the news. Paddington 3, from the critically acclaimed Paddington 1 and 2, gets a title and a director. Paddington in Peru by Douglas Wilson. All the Oscars this year? Going to Paddington. Um, I think Paddington 3 is probably going to get best best picture. Uh, Another 100% on Rotten Tomatoes? 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, best picture. Were these movies that good or are these just jokes? Can movies win Nobel Peace Prizes? If so, Paddington 3 is going to get it, yeah. Paddington uh, met with the Queen, I think, a couple weeks ago. Did you guys see Paddington that? Paddington the... isn't real. What? And neither is the Queen. What? <laughs> that's, that's a bigger one. And what? There is no Queen of England, Dana. They said it in Megamind. <laughs> they, they clearly stated it. There is no Tooth Fairy. But I'm excited. Paddington, Prewington. Figure your shit out, Dana. That's all I'm going to yeah, say. HBO is developing Game of Thrones sequel series centered on Jon Snow with Kit Harington returning to star. It's weird that they're doing this after they did the prequel series when this was the show that people wanted after the end of Game of Thrones. They're like, all right. They didn't figure that out until after. Yeah, we know the last few seasons weren't great. So here's what we're doing. You know the bad guy from Morbius? He's the lead in this prequel series. And uh, no, I think this will be better. You think Jon Snow is going to die? I don't know anything about it. No, I know, but uh, knowing nothing. You think he's going to do a cool dance like he did in Morbius? Jon Snow? Or the guy from Morbius? The guy from Morbius. I hope he does. He's a dragon man, so that's that's something. To the same song. To <laughs> the same song. Have sex. God, I love Morbius. <laughs> Ugh, Morbius. Speaking of uh, Morbius, Glass Onion, nice. A Knives Out Mystery is officially the title of the sequel on Netflix. Nice. You know, uh, you guys have all seen Knives Out at this point, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You thought Chris Evans had a mustache. I forgot. Right, uh, but right, right, right. Uh, when does he not? I think Knives Out is that kind of franchise uh, that could have multiple ones. And they just have like the, I mean, slight spoilers for Knives Out. But like having the detectives and everything just be the only consistent thing and yeah. have the uh, cast constantly rotating about the new mystery. I think that's fun. Weird that yeah. it's on Netflix, but. That's Weird fun. that it's called Glass Onion, but I'm assuming there's going to be a glass onion that, that plays into the story. Or there's a lot of delicate layers to the mystery. No. It's probably the onion ones. You were no, right, I Jackson. Want, yeah. I want a glass onion. I, if, there's, if there's layers to the mystery, I might get confused. Yeah. 
Ogres are like onions. But y you know how Justin Lin left Fast and the Furious a few weeks ago saying, you know what? I'm done, Vin Diesel. He's back. Not for Fast and the Furious, but a brand spanking new film. Uh, Justin Lin is directing a live action One Punch Man movie. Now that's what I've been waiting for, Dana. Really? I No, I not really. I, I hate it when they make something live action because it'll probably just be the exact same thing, but with actors. Why don't they do an anime of One Punch Man? That's that's a good question. They should. Now, uh, One Punch Man is a bald human white, white male. So who are we casting for One Punch Man? Me. Camden, you're going to have to lose your gorgeous golden locks. Is that something you can live with? I'll go method. Wait, they do have bald caps. I just realized I'll go method. that. <laughs> no, they I forgot uh, bald they caps They wouldn't want to waste the time on hair and makeup on that every they day. They wouldn't you know? want to waste it. Yeah, it just seems like a, it just seems like a waste. Let's do Woody Harrelson. That's an interesting choice. I'm for it. I'm Jackson. I hate you. Guy Ritchie will direct Disney's live action Hercules movie. He also directed the live action Aladdin movie. So if you like that one, here's this one. If you didn't like it, sorry. Sorry. Maybe it'll be better. But who do you cast as a Heracles? Chris Pratt, right? Heracles or Hercules? No, it's Heracles. What? No, it's Hercules, but uh, Chris Pratt, right? Uh, yes, actually. I feel like that'd be a pretty, pretty good casting. Now that, now that I think about it, not, yeah. not for Mario, that's for sure, but for Hercules, maybe. Have you thought about it for Chris Pratt as Hercules, Camden? Chris Pratt-Hercules, of course. Chris Pratt-Hercules, yes, good. Of course, who are we I casting have. as Hades? The Rock, right? Yeah, and then he can sing. What can I say except? Except what? He doesn't have to say anything, because he asks, "What can I say?" He's, he's asking <laughs> just me, as a general, like, <laughs> what can I say? I forgot my script. Someone please feed me the lines. It's like I'd cast Jared Leto. Oh, that's bad. That's good. I don't think Jared Leto should be in things anymore. Sorry. I think Jared Leto should exclusively star in things, actually. Only um, him. But speaking of the Sony-verse, Venom 3 is being co-written by Tom Hardy and seems to be well underway. Now, Camden, this is the one where I, I think it would perfectly make sense for you to go. No, you could have said, speaking of Morbius. I know, I know, <laughs> I know we did it earlier, but I felt like that was the one where you could have gotten away with it. Yeah, but I wanted to like have an actual transition when I had the chance. Mm -hmm. No, I get you. You didn't want to loop back around to it. But uh, Venom 3. Now, I know uh, there, Guys, he posted something on Instagram. Yeah? I just got sour cream everywhere. Like on my phone, That's on, you, isn't on it? my keyboard, on my mouse pad, on my desk. Oh my god! So we have a we have a we have a time crunch for this, so that way the, the sour cream doesn't harden, huh? Okay, well uh, let's speed up for the sake of sour cream before it curdles. Uh, Venom three. Uh, Tom Hardy posted something on his social media saying like Last Dance, which is both yay, no more Venom movies, but also kind of sucks if he never fights Spider Man. Yeah, well, I, see, I mean, they got to introduce the Venom. Is. Maybe they will. Maybe he's transitioning to the MCU. They're done mm. with the Sony Venom movies, and then he's they're going to be like, ah, hey, uh, Tom Hardy's also playing Venom in this universe. But a different uh, Eddie Brock. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna pitch something here. I'm going to pitch something to you both. I need you both to be the Sony executives for me. I think Venom 3 should Hello, be... Oh, I'm a Sony executive. Uh, wow, you guys are very rude. I was in the middle of my pitch. Uh, sorry, Sony executives. Uh, so here's my pitch for Venom 3. I think Venom should fight Morbius. Mm. Mm. I like where no. you're going with that. No. 
Um, not just that. I they think the vulture fight. should, should say we could up. do a lot of good together, and then yes, actually, no, no, we should mix all these ideas together. Jackson with the vulture. We have vulture show up at the beginning of Venom Three. Say, hey, I got this vampire guy. A couple of us could do some real good. Couple of us guys. Couple of us guys. <laughs> I hate that movie. <laughs> what do you mean? It's the more best movie of all time. <laughs> the Morbius movie of all time. That's that's for sure. You know that's what won't be sure. the Mor- Morbius movie of all time? Shoot. A series based on Wonder Man is officially in the works at Disney Plus with the director of Shang-Chi, Destin Daniel Cretton. Yeah, that's the guy from SDSU. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean, if it's the guy who directed Shang-Chi, that was like one of our favorite movies last year. Wonder Man, yeah. I'm all for it. What does Wonder Man do? Wonder Man's a bit of a tricky pickle, a uh, trickle, if you will. I wonder. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. The funnies are flying today. I wonder, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so Wonder Man's like an actor and a superhero kind of thing. It's like the, the Johnny Cage of Mortal Kombat where they're really powerful, but also they're like a super celebrity kind of thing. They already made that that one in Eternals, the Bollywood guy. Yeah, but Eternals was fine. OMG, they mentioned that in Miss Marvel. They did. They did. Oh, shoot, Spoilers. I need to watch that Spoilers. episode. Spoilers. Not much because we don't say when or where or what, but they just mentioned that uh, about the movie star, and then they're like, "Whoa, that's the guy from Eternals." He plays mainly the same character in every role, but I'm not really mad about it. It's like a Ryan Reynolds. Like I'm like, I don't care. I would love you in every role. Keep doing. It could get old. Like Ryan Reynolds. Like Ryan Reynolds. Well, Ryan Reynolds can't get old. Yeah, he's pretty young. He's Deadpool. Does Deadpool age? Yeah. No, it's because of all that aviation gin. Well. Yeah, speaking how are you going to transition avi- to this one? Speaking of aviation, gin, gaga. Wow, dude, no. Close. You almost had it. Uh, Lady Gaga is rumored to play Harley Quinn in Joaquin Phoenix's Joker 2, which, <laughs> I strap in, is also <sighs> going to be a musical. Rumored to be. We do finally, not know. Finally. The Joker musical. Fine. Why? I mean, this Joker is going to be more interesting. Danan, Danan, I want you to shut the hell up for a second and yeah. just think Let about us it. enjoy okay. this, please. please. Joker musical. Danan, it's your two favorite things. It is my two favorite. My favorite film of all time, Joker, and my <laughs> actual favorite thing of musicals. I, I, can't, I can't see anything wrong with this. I'm currently wearing a blindfold, but I don't see anything wrong with this. Yeah, because there is nothing wrong I think with this it. will be better it's than the, the first one. It's the perfect movie idea. Yeah. Perfection. We're going to go to that theater opening night, Dan. With Joaquin Phoenix there. blown away by the pure cinema. Just the sheer and utter power of the Joker musical. All right? Yeah, I can't wait. I know. Neither can I. I'm sitting on pins and grenades. Do not combine Joker and musical. Don't do it, guys. Guys, whatever you do, don't combine Joker and musical. Wait, I can't can't do that. Jokusical. There you go. That was nothing. This is going to be the world famous Jokuzical. Jokuzical? Jackson, that's what you came up for? What do you mean, man? Yeah, it's the best thing I've ever It wasn't like with. Muser or something you came up with? Jo- Jokuzical? Muser sounds stupid. What? <laughs> okay. Muser, okay. It sounds jo- like Jokuzical is the future. Right? <laughs> Jokuzical is pretty good. Honestly, I, if this doesn't change it musicals like in the future. Yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe Cusical. Cusical uh, everyone, if you could trend hashtag Joe Cusical, uh on Twitter, that'd be fantastic. Nowhere else, though. That's what I like to hear. You know what else is trending on Twitter right now? 
I don't know if that's true or not, but it's a somewhat of a transition. Fact check. No, nope, you Fact can't just say things like that, man. You can't just say things like that. That is not cool. Do okay, not double do check that. real quick. See if it's see if it's on the top trending page. Um, um, Toy Story. 4? I'm looking at Twitter right now. I see Toy Story four. Yep. Nope. Not trending. You idiot. You know what's not trending on Twitter right now? Lightyear. The film that we will be discussing this week. Gents, do you mind if I fly us to infinity and beyond to give us a quick plot overview? Only if we can touch I the tips mind, of our fingers. But, you know, go ahead. Okay, uh, we're all touching tips, and then they explode. Notice I didn't specify what. <laughs> Dana, shut up. That was really funny, man. So the plot follows uh, ace pilot Buzz Lightyear as they land on a, a alien planet with a sentient roots and bug aliens. And then they wake up and realize that the pa- the planet's hostile. And they're like, let's get out of here. And then Buzz flies the spaceship directly into a, a mountain. Like, just full-on whiffs it. They crash land. And then everyone wakes up from cryosleep. They're like, guess we got to build camp here and figure out how to get to infinity and beyond. Now, you all know this from watching the basic trailers that, um, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen any of the trailers, good on you for that. There's a bit of a time jump. And by time jump, I mean a 60-year time jump. Whoa. Whoa. Because uh, time relativity with flying so fast in space, you break the space and time. And So then Buzz Lightyear comes back and his old buddy who was the commanding officer of the uh, space program has a granddaughter. And that granddaughter helps Buzz figure out the meaning of space rangers. Also, there's a robot cat. Name is Socks. Put some uh, you, you could have on his mentioned name. the cat first. I think that was probably the most. Yeah, I pro- part okay. So of this movie. this movie follows a robotic cat named Socks, <laughs> and other stuff kind of happens. Not important. And Socks. His adventures with exactly. Buzz yeah. yeah. Um. But what what is a general a blanket of what we thought about Lightyear? A blanket of what I thought about Lightyear is that it was interesting, and I. Um, I didn't like hate sitting through it, but I also wasn't like, man, I'm like blown away right now. It was kind of just like, oh, this is cool. This is unique. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a movie that I wasn't, I'm... I shouldn't say unique. Yeah, it was, there's other, sorry. It was yeah, the Martian. Not unique. It was the Martian. But, um, I thought that this movie was definitely like enjoyable to watch, but it's not something, it's not one of Pixar's films where I'm like, I gotta go back and see that again. It like didn't feel like a Pixar film. It felt like like a like if Pixar just made an action movie, kind of. Yeah, not a terrible action movie. Jackson? Yeah. No, I thought I I didn't have anything wrong with this movie. I thought it was pretty good. Um, besides like a few things, which I guess we'll talk later. We will um, talk. We'll get later. over it, Jackson. Sorry. Jackson, you need to keep in mind there's sour cream leaking into the keyboard. Overall positive. There's sour cream everywhere, Jackson. God. I know, I know. All right, let's we've jump gotta, into. Got to move on. Let's jump into characters. First of all, we have Buzz Lightyear, uh, being played this time by Chris Evans. I love Chris Evans. Chris Evans, his voice job. is so soothing. Yeah, very, very good. I, you can kind of tell near the end of this film that it's slowly building towards that kind of Tim Allen like cartoonish voice, but it was still enjoyable to watch him do a young yeah. Buzz. Weird that, uh, weird that he plays a character that goes through time and then ends up in a time way distant from when he first left and he has to be the hero and save everyone. He's Captain America again, goddammit. Aw, oh, man. Aw, oh, man. All, all in all, I give him a thumbs out of, out of 10. Next up, we have the MVP of this film, Socks. The cat. 
Robot cat, cat made by Commander Hawthorne. So true. Robot cat. Robot cat. Robot cat. Very adorable. Very adorable. This one. Uh, very funny. Features. He said beep 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 boop a lot. Reminds me of Rico from Penguins of Madagascar a little bit. A little inspiration there maybe. A uh, big old uh, ex machina. He's a uh, cat machina. Yeah. Where whenever the, there is a problem, Socks is like, wait, I have x-ray vision. And then you're like, Socks, how do you how do you not know that? That's a you thing. Uh, Socks ex machina. Socks ex machina. Socks machina. Socksica. Great work, guys. I, I'm really glad how you guys just pieced that together so quickly and so <laughs> It was well. so fast. Next character we have is Izzy Hawthorne. Great transition, I thought, Jackson. Uh, this is the <laughs> granddaughter of the original Hawthorne, the Buzz's friend. Izzy's fun, but not a good space ranger. Yeah. Because she's afraid of space. What an idiot. How are you afraid of space if you want to be how a space ranger? How will you range ranger? it? How? <laughs> how yeah. are you going to arrange space if you're scared of it? But uh, she was fun. Uh, her and her whole crew have this one complaint that I'll get into after I, I, we go over all of them. But it is something consistent with all three. Next up, we have Mo Morrison, uh, played by Taika, Taika Waititi. Waititi. Korg. He has a pen. That's his. That's his character. He's got a pen. And it's he also literally causes so many problems for everyone. He's the and doesn't worst. solve any of them. Yeah, and then everyone's like, he did it's one okay. good thing. At, it's two okay. good things. Okay. And I'm like, no, it's not. No, he's a liability. We have to put him down. Buzz, use your laser gun, shoot him in the head. God, I can't wait to get into spoilers to complain about the ending of this movie. Oh, yeah. Slight spoilers for the ending and everything, which we'll do after the rating. But uh, finally, we have Darby Steele. Uh, she's a grumpy old lady who can make a bomb. I love Remind her. Remind you of someone, Camden? Jackson. What? Grumpy old lady. I thought you were talking about the making a bomb part. And I'm like, Danny, you should be careful with what you say. I'm going to be put on multiple government watch lists. The thing I have a problem with these three crew members is that they all keep teaching themselves the same lesson, which I think is the the one of the biggest issues with this movie, is that for most of these movies, you like get the message in like a, a kind of hidden way, and you're like, oh, cool. But this one, they're like, hey, you can't do this alone. You got to work together. And then all three of them continually go like, I can do this by myself. But the problem is this movie is like an hour and a half long, so... This happens rapidly following each other. Like one scene, one character will be like, hey, you can't do this by yourself, Buzz. And then the next scene, they will immediately do something by themselves. Finally, we have Zerg. Finally, we have Zerg. Zerg was so cool. Yeah, what he really, uh, he really shot the guy. He, his design was really cool. There was one point where there was like a shot of his face up close and it kind of looked like, like stop motion. Like he looked like a clay figure. And I was like, whoa, that's weird. Did you guys notice that scene? No. Okay, I think on. you're hallucinating. I'm hallucinating again. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, what if Pixar's weaker villains, and this is going compared to with uh, the Cars 2 villain, the guy who, who was a lemon car and wanted to blow up all the race cars. That guy had a more compelling arc than uh, Zerg did. He kind of shows up in the beginning and shows up at the end, and then it's over. Yeah, he was not very present in the film. He's very but... big. It's cool, but I mean, like, it just kind of... Here's Zerg. Bye, Zerg. Was this a Zerg movie? Was this a Zerg movie? Absolutely not. Or was this a Buzz Lightyear movie? This was a Buzz Lightyear movie. Let's talk about what worked in this film. The animation was very good. I was going to say nice. the animation looked really good, yeah. For an animated film, the animation's pretty good. I thought the voice acting was pretty good. Yeah, no no bad, like, you got you, you shouldn't have done that. Like, all, it's all fine. I thought at least the story was interesting. Me too. Like, yeah, they don't really need to explain it, like, they I was, didn't try too hard to explain the science behind, like, oh, you're four years into the future after going into hyperspeed. 
uh oh, you're watching. You're slowly watching your friends die. Yeah. Yeah. They just kind of zoom past that, and I was okay with that. I feel that the parts where um, Pixar normally is like, this is the emotional scene. It felt a lot softer in like the the deep, like, oh man, this is sad. It's kind of like, ah, bummer. Okay. I must say though, spoiler warning, spoiler warning. It's not that big of a spoiler. It's within like the first twenty minutes of the movie. Um, when he's watching the hologram of uh, Commander Hawthorne, like her like final moments or whatever, like before he comes back, I thought that was really sad for some reason. Like I don't know if it was the yeah, music was or sad. if it was the dialogue, but like something about that scene was like really sad. Yeah, I think that was the saddest part of the movie. And then, uh, you know, I was thinking about it. I was like, could he not have just not gone on that mission for like a couple of years? He should have spent like. He like it. It seemed like he didn't know, but I mean, dude, she's old. Like, well, come on, man. Spend a little time with her before you risk her just, you know, dying by the time you're back. Yeah, which is exactly what happened. But speaking of Buzz's plan, what else didn't work in this film for you guys? The the villain. That uh, that's my main complaint. Main complaints: the villain. Not not even that. Like the there's a twist with the villain. We'll get into it later. That was good. I thought it was clever. It just was like very quickly resolved. I, I oh that villain twist without saying what it was. I wanted to laugh really bad in the theater. Did you guys have that feeling too? Like. Was it comical to you? You didn't like it? Uh, I thought it was like what I least expected at the moment. So I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. It was just so funny for some reason. I don't know. We'll talk about it. But it was quite comical. Besides uh, the villain being lackluster, I think overall this animated film's runtime of it not babying you through it and just picking up with the flat is great but then when they try to do the the lessons like we've touched on earlier in like the middle and end you're kind of like all right this is this is all happening within the the span of five minutes i get it you should be working with people together of the runtime as well i think that the movie would have benefited from like maybe five ten minutes of just like showing where they're from what they're trying to get back to like, did Buzz yeah. have a life oh, there? That was another thing. Like, I don't whatever know. they're like, trying to get back to is it's done because they they went in hyperspace or hyperspeed away from that place. So whoever's on that ship is all, like whoever whoever's back on their home planet is probably dead. The people right. they knew are dead. Right? There's no one to return but, like, to. It's still. I wonder home. why there was just no existential dread when Buzz found that out. Yeah. I, oh, it was yeah. So there was weird. no real been, like, deep. Oh moments. God, my family. My friends. It's my a good thing Buzz friends. was an orphan with no family. Oh, is that true? No. Oh. Um, what do we give this movie out of five Ivans? The speaky help assistant pilot thingy. I liked Ivan. Ivan was a cool character. Four point one. I'm gonna give it I'll like give a three point eight. Dude, what? It's really low. Um, I'll give it a uh four point three two. What did Jackson Very give it? Specific. 4.1. Okay, I, I I thought you were trying to go in the middle, so I was just kind of like, no. why'd you get that specific? So you liked it the most, I liked it the least. This is typically how these film reviews go. Uh, for those of you who cynic. don't want things, I hate everything. I hate movies, I hate puppies. Uh, I, I hate, hate movie news, I hate reviews. <laughs> I hate rumors. Why are you I hate puppy movies. 
I hate <laughs> I hate everything. But um, for those of you who don't want things spoiled, thank you so much for listening to our Buzz Lightyear review. Uh, come back next week for us to talk about the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. But for those of you who want to hear a slight further, like, two minutes of talking about the villain twist, uh, slight spoilers for the ending twist slash that whole thing of Lightyear. So Zerg is future Buzz. Whoa. 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 Buzz, but with gray hair and a little bit of a belly. Dad? Dad? That was funny. That was stupid. That made me cackle. I was actually led to believe for half a second that it could have been his dad. And then he was like, no, silly. It's, it's you from the future. There was shock in my theater when that reveal was made. Like, the kids were like, <gasps> it was pretty funny. When that happened, yeah, I, you stupid kids. I, ga- I audibly gasped. Dana was there. When, when Zerg opened up, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, he opens up? Yeah, when that happened, I was kind of like, oh. Oh, they're doing that. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't I thought it was funny upset. how they explained the origin of the name, though. That was hilarious. They couldn't say Buzz. They His can't really pronounce buzz, buzz, so they just go Zerg. <laughs> but uh, other than Zerg just being a, like, a lackluster villain, they did the up twist where it was like meeting his hero kind of thing. But the difference is with up, it's like a rewarding, like, I'm going to kill that animal. And in this one... It was just like, hey, I, I can't let you erase all these people's futures and everything. And then he goes, uh, yeah, well, I'm going to kill you with a robot now, Buzz Lightyear. And I was like, oh, Jesus, that was like on a switch. He did not wait. I just want to talk about how like I didn't understand what his plan was going to do for him. Like, what was he trying? Like, what was evil Buzz's plan? To be evil. No, seriously. Like, what was he? Nah, he, he was going to no, travel okay. back in time, yeah, stop I, his mistake. I, and I agree. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense that he had already traveled back in time and thus would have affected the future. But what I'm thinking is maybe it's just because he didn't affect it enough. Okay. As in, like, every single buzz that that went wrong went back and became Zerg. So throwing and logistics then away. The buzz destroyed him. And that's like an event that just keeps happening every time that time passes, you know. Is he sense. going to go back in time and help his past self or is he going to go back in time and replace his past self with him from the future? What? Probably help his past self. I no, thought he'd replace himself because I don't think he thought it that far ahead. He was just like, I'm going to go back and things will be good. There's still going to be a Buzz Lightyear there, so he has to yeah, what, exactly. kill like, him I don't and replace he, him. That's, that's my point. I Let's don't really just understand ignore this. the time travel rules, because it doesn't make sense that their whole thing with relativity... It's less about time and travel rules. And how if you're rules. moving... And more, like and more his, about him not thinking his plan all the way through. Yeah, like, probably. it was... I just don't really uh, understand well, what his goal was. Like, was it to stop him from messing up in the past? Is that like is that a simple way to put it? Yeah, he, he was essentially going to make it so that the, the onion never hit the mountain. Yeah. And therefore, they never got stranded, and Buzz never lost all of his life, and never lost Hawthorne. Yeah. Would you- so it was kind of like a like a, a little bit of a compelling story, but then you realize that, oh yeah, you'd be taking away okay, missed Hawthorne's and everyone else's entire life. Would you want to talk about the ending, Camden, before we wrap this up? Yeah, why are they all made Space Rangers? That doesn't seem... Okay, that was the stupid thing. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, I, I didn't prepared. like that. I didn't like that. Not only that, but they named some. They they named them like Universe Protector Unit, and I'm like, what are you? Put is this like? Do they just make them Guardians of the Galaxy? Have you never been when, on when they don't even know what's in the, the galaxy? Ride Jackson in Disneyland? No. 
They they're like well okay they, they aren't specifically called that but they like protect all the planets and stuff like they they against all like Zerg bots and all the evil people. Was Zerg not like the? I guess okay. I guess when, there is that third. When are we getting scene. the little green aliens in here? Oh, they gotta show up in the sequel. They That's what it's all about. Show up in the sequel, it's about the little green guys. It's about the little green guys. Okay, what one thing that I want to talk about? Star Wars references. Correct, and it was all Star yes. Wars. It was all Star it was Wars. Literally, literally all this Star movie Wars. was entirely Star Wars. From the swords, just they're just lightsabers. Disney should buy uh, Star Wars. Was it was it a reference <laughs> so or was it uh, an homage? I, th- I think homage dude, because they're not. It the felt more like homage because there were a lot of shots that were framed the same way that like were like very like almost like picture for picture like a new hope. Type but is it things. homage when you steal like half your elements from the movie? No, because it, it felt it's like, like a sci- it felt okay. like they didn't have Definitely. a single idea. It's not like they invented the concept of a sword that's like an energy sword. You know what I mean? No, you're like, right. Just you're right. But it, they like, did that, and then they did hyperspeed, and then yeah, they but did, so did Star uh, Trek. What, what was the other thing at the end? Dan, so that I was like, Marvel. Wow, that's literally just Star Wars. The ship? No. The ship really did feel kind of like a Star Destroyer, like when they were in it, you know? Like, good job, Pixar. You made another good, good, okay movie. Very safe, Pixar. Give us another Luca, you coward. Please. Um, but next week, we will, be, we will be back to talk about the Disney Plus series, Obi-Wan Kenobi, as well as what the future may hold for whatever the g- f- Star Wars is doing now. All this and more next week on Ruby's Talking Movies. Uh, Take care. Don't forget to kiss your robot socks right on the tail. And you have a great rest of your night. Take care. Good night, beautiful, 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 beautiful listeners. And have the light years of your dreams. The best light years are ahead of you. I'm sorry. It was okay. You did your best. To infinity. And your mom. Oh! Oh! My God.